Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 43, Why Musty and the Canadian Rockies. I'm Maria Calancini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. And today we are going to take a trip to Canada and go into the Canadian Rockies, which I thought would be fun because I am about to leave for Canada myself, but I'm going to Whistler. And Whistler's in Canada, but it is not in the Rockies. But Canada's pretty stunning no matter where you go. So we are down to, um, or I I should say up to uh, episode 43. Wow. Um, Which means that there's nine goops left after this that I haven't done a goop tale for. So nine more definitely coming. And then I have something in mind to start maybe combining some goop adventures. So you might want to write me in. Maria at gooptales.com and tell me who you'd like to see together which goops in a story. So before we get started with the story, I just want to thank those of you who have taken the time to write out a review on iTunes. I know that it takes time out of your day and I just really, really appreciate those words that you write up there. It means a lot to me and I read them all. So thank you. So now let's go into the Rockies with Waimusti. And in this story, he encounters a red moon. And I was so inspired by the super blue blood moon that recently happened. I actually got up at 3 a.m. in the morning to go out and see that. So stunningly gorgeous. I hope a lot of you got to see that as well. So in this Goop tale, there's a red moon, and you're going to learn a little bit more about that and how that really happens. So listen for that in the story. So let's get started, and I will see you on the other side, where I'm going to tell you how you can see all of the photos that go with this story. Don't think that Why Musty was ill, because he sometimes kept so still. He knew his mother did not care to hear him talking everywhere. He did not hint, he did not cry, but he was always asking, why? Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a very curious and persistent little goop boy named Waimusti. He was extroverted and quite fun to be with as he was always going on adventures. From the moment he woke up in the morning, why must he turned his entire day into one big escapade, even if it was raining and he had to stay inside all day. If that were the case, he would read one of his favorite books, Call of the Wild, or Treasure Island, or Huckleberry Finn and he would immerse himself into another world that became his reality. As soon as he finished reading, Waimusti would immediately find his father and barrage him with questions. Why is it still raining? Why can't I go outside yet? Why isn't the sun coming out? Waimusti was 
relentlessly curious and was constantly asking why. He often asked his mother the same questions over and over again. Why must I go to bed right now? Why do I have to stay inside when it rains? Why do dogs want to chase cats all the time? His parents had both answered the same questions multiple times and were sometimes exhausted by all of Why Musty's inquiries. They loved it when he went off on an adventure and found his own answers to his questions. Most days, Why Musty would start his day by throwing on his little cap and grabbing his tiny BB gun to go outside for target practice. He loved to practice a perfect aim with his BB gun by firing at tin cans in an open space. He knew all the safety rules of using a BB gun, and he followed them to a T. His practice took him into a focused zone where the rest of the world was blocked out and he didn't even think about questions. One chilly winter morning, he woke up very early and went out to practice his aim before anyone else woke up. As he set up his little tin cans, he noticed a small doll with red hair lying on the ground. Why Musty picked it up and said to no one in particular, Oh, careless, why must you be so careless and leave your toys lying all about? Why Musty was good friends with careless, who was quite charming company, but she often had her head in the clouds and was very careless. They were opposites in many respects, but their friendship worked very well. Why Musty kept Careless focused when it was really necessary, and she added the unexpected to all of their adventures with her careless ways. Why Musty grabbed Careless's doll and headed off to her house to return it. Oh, Why Musty, thank you. I was looking for her everywhere. I must have dropped her yesterday on my way home, sang out Careless as she took her doll from Why Musty. You're so good at finding things. Maybe you can help me find my bonnet, too. I took it off yesterday, and a gust of wind just swept it away. Why Musty laughed and <laughs> rolled his eyes simultaneously. This was so typical of Careless. It sounds like we're in for an adventure, Careless. Just point in the direction the wind took your bonnet, and off we'll go. Careless pointed to the north towards a faraway snow-capped mountain. So off they went, whistling, talking, and sharing stories as they hiked towards the mountaintop. The temperature dropped as the sun began to set, and they trudged further and further up the mountain, but still, no bonnet to be found. I'm freezing. Why can't we find your bonnet? Asked Why Musty. I don't know, but I'm sure it went in this direction, answered Careless. Why Musty was starting to grow frustrated and even a little worried. They had been hiking all day, and now they were high in the mountains. As he watched the sun sink, he realized it would soon be dark and they would need shelter. He looked at Careless, who didn't seem to have a care in the world, 
and just shook his head in wonder. Carol Les, we need to find shelter now. It's going to be dark soon, and we won't make it back down that mountain without daylight. Oh, okay then. Let's just find shelter. Carol S. answered without a care in the world. Yes, let's, grunted Why Musty as he looked around. He spotted a snow-covered rooftop in the not-too-far distance and set off in that direction with Carol S. trailing behind him. They came upon a tiny snow-capped cabin that looked warm and cozy inside. Why Musty peered in the window and saw a fire burning in the fireplace, so he held tight to his tiny BB gun and opened the door. Hello? Anyone home? He called out. There was no answer, so Caroless followed him in, and they made themselves comfortable in the inviting, toasty cabin. Caroless looked out the window and said, Why, look! The moon is red! I've never seen a red moon before. Of course, Why Musty was immediately interested and popped up to have a look. You're right. It is red. I need to find out why. You stay here. I'll be right back, said Why Musty as he went outside. Why Musty stared up at the moon and called out as loudly as he could. Why, moon? Why? Why are you red tonight? Come on an adventure and you will learn, answered back the moon as it cast down a red glow that swallowed up Why Musty. Chapter 2 Why Musty could feel himself swirling around and around as he was lifted from the ground by a cloak of red light that wrapped around him. Being the adventuresome goop that he was, why Musty wasn't scared, he was enthralled. As he swirled around in a red haze, he heard a voice call out, Why am I red? Why is the sky blue? Why are there pink forests? Why do you ask so many questions? And then the red haze disappeared, and why Musty was no longer swirling. His feet were planted firmly on the ground. He was standing on the edge of the most magnificent blue lake, surrounded by snowy mountains and pine forests. Why Musty looked down at the lake and saw his reflection staring back at him, as if it were a mirror. He smiled at his reflection and felt proud of his adventuresome spirit. With his little cap and BB gun, he felt as if he fit right into this mountainous landscape. He struck a few different poses, admiring himself, until he was interrupted by the sound of a chuckle. Why Musty immediately felt embarrassed and whipped around to see a tiny little weasel-like animal peering at him from behind a tree. Why are you laughing at me? asked Why Musty. The little animal chuckled some more and then said, You were posing for the lake. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Why Musty started <laughs> laughing too and then introduced himself. 
Well, my name is Raffles, and welcome to the Canadian Rockies, answered the little animal, who told why Musty he was a pine marten, which was a type of weasel. You can't stay here for long, or Puma will surely come for you. And then, well, it is all over, said Raffles. What do you mean? Puma will come for me. And who is Puma? And how does he even know I'm here? asked Why Musty. Raffles then explained to Why Musty that Puma was the head of a cougar gang who lived in the Rockies. Puma and his gang were always on the lookout for food, and Why Musty would no doubt be a tasty morsel. Well, how can Puma even know that I'm here? asked Why Musty. Well, you were posing in the lake. That was a big, fat giveaway. The lake is like a crystal mirror and reflects everything. And Puma has his spies everywhere. I'm sure you reflected all over the forest and someone knows, replied Raffles as he shook his head back and forth. Why must he could feel the hairs on his neck rising? Although he considered himself brave, he definitely didn't feel prepared to deal with a pack of hungry cougars. Don't worry, I don't want to be found by Puma either. So I will skedaddle with you before it grows dark, said Raffles. Where will we go? asked Why Musty. Oh, I know the Rockies, and I am a weasel after all. I have a few tricks up my sleeve. Follow me, said Raffles. Why Musty thought about it and decided he didn't really have a choice. It was growing dark, and he didn't want to risk coming face to face with a cougar that could swallow him in one gulp. Raffles put his paw to his mouth and said, Keep your voice low and follow me. We must be on high alert. Cougars have excellent night vision. Then he seemed to blend into the ground as he slid in and out of passages through the woods. Why must he followed close behind, going up and over forest paths and through hollowed out old trees and underground tunnels. They moved quickly and silently. Why Musty grew tired and broke the silence by calling out, Why do we have to keep going? Raffles froze and turned back and glared at Why Musty without making a noise. Why Musty instantly regretted opening his mouth. The two of them stared at each other in silence until they heard a twig snap. Chapter 3 The echo of the twig snap lingered in the air. Why must he felt like he could grab it? He desperately wanted to say something just to break the silence but he held his tongue and barely breathed. Raffles did the same. After a few moments, 
Raffles pointed towards a clearing in the woods. There in the distance was an adult male cougar prowling around. He moved so regally without a sound that Wymusty found himself a little awestruck. Although he wanted to avoid the cougar at all costs, he couldn't help but have respect for this kingly creature. The cougar slowly scanned the woods in front of him and then moved in the opposite direction of Raffles and Wymusty. Raffles motioned to Wymusty to follow him, and off they went further into the woods by the light of the moon. An empty log served as a secret passageway to a large tree with a hollowed-out bottom. Once they were deep inside Raffles' weasel nest, they both took big sighs of relief. <sighs> I'm so sorry, burst out Why Musty. Let's not speak of it again, and don't let it happen again. We were lucky, but we may not be so the next time replied a very tired Raffles. Now it's time to sleep. We can decide what our next steps are in the morning. Why Musty fell fast asleep and dreamt of Goop World and his soft bed at home and all his Goop friends until Raffles gently nudged him awake. The sun has risen. Come and see like Louise. She is an enchanting shade of blue. Why Musty popped right up and followed Raffles through the log and out to view the lake. He kept a little distance from the shore to protect his reflection. He was mesmerized by the turquoise lake. Why Musty had never seen anything quite so stunning and could hardly believe it was real. Why is it so blue? How did it get that color? He asked Raffles in awe. Raffles puffed up his chest a little before he proudly answered. There's melted water that flows down from the glacier, and the water has tiny particles of mountain rock called rock flower. The rock flower sits on the cold water of Lake Louise and reflects that glorious turquoise color. Why, Musty was impressed. Wow, you're pretty smart, Raffles, said Why Musty. Raffles grinned broadly and bowed his head and said, There is no better teacher than Mother Nature, if you listen. And now you must listen to me. We need to get you over that mountain peak by midnight tomorrow. Why Musty looked up at the mountain and immediately felt intimidated. It was formidable. Why by tomorrow night? He asked a bit sheepishly. He knew that sometimes his questions were tiresome, but this seemed like an important one. Raffles explained to him, that he had arrived by the mist of the red blood moon that came twice a year when the sun, earth, and moon line up and the moon passes through the earth's shadow and appears red. 
Do you want to wait another half a year for the blood moon to go home again? Asked Raffles. Why, Musty scrunched up his face and said, No. Well, then you need to catch the full moon home, and the next full moon is tomorrow night. In order to catch a moonbeam home, you need to be at a clearing on the other side of that peak by tomorrow midnight, said Raffles. The thought of catching a moonbeam home sounded like the thrill of a lifetime, and why Musty smoothed out his scrunchy face and smiled. I'm ready! Let's climb! he sang out. Why Musty and Raffles set off to scale the mountain peak. Raffles was an expert climber and quickly navigated the rocky terrain. Why Musty wasn't quite as quick, but he held his own and did his best to stay right on Raffles' tail. After noon, the sun beat down hard, and they stopped to rest and have a little drink. Why Musty surveyed the view and thought he was in a sort of paradise. He scanned the valley below and saw several cougars roaming about as if they were looking for something. He nudged Ruffles and pointed to the cougars. They're still on the hunt for you. We need to be careful, Raffles said. A little chill went through my musty. He wanted to go home. Let's get going. There's a hidden cave further up, and I want to spend the night there. Follow me. We need to arrive before dark, said Raffles. Up and up they went as the sun sank behind the peak. Just as the final slivers of sun were disappearing, Raffles pointed to the hidden cave in the not-too-far distance. Why Musty was bone-weary and couldn't wait to plop himself into the cave and fall into another deep sleep. As he took his next step forward, Raffles jumped behind a rock and pulled Why Musty in with him. Then he pointed to a rock ledge. Puma had just walked to the peak of it and was standing on top of the hidden Chapter 4 Why Musty stared up at Puma, large and graceful, and looming over the cave like the king of the mountain. He could feel tears welling up in his eyes. He was overwhelmed with fatigue and he didn't think he had it in him to face any more challenges. Then he looked at Raffles, who was still as a statue and on high alert, and he thought to himself, Raffles has to deal with this sort of thing every day, all day. I don't even have a moment to feel sorry for myself, (coughs) cried out Puma. Why Musty went into his focus zone, that he knew so well from target practice. He stood ramrod straight as Raffles glanced back at him. He didn't move a muscle, and he didn't open his mouth. Puma roared again, and then sprang from the rock ledge and headed into the valley below 
to meet the rest of the cougars for their nightly hunt. Why Musty didn't flinch. He waited for Raffles' signal. Raffles finally turned around and said, I'm impressed, Why Musty. There aren't many who could have stood as still as you for that long. Why Musty smiled as he felt his heart settle down. He was safe, at least for now. Why Musty and Raffles went to the cave beneath the rock ledge and squeezed into a very tiny, almost invisible opening. Once inside, they both felt very safe, knowing that Puma would never find them there, let alone be able to squeeze in. Once again, Why Musty fell into a deep sleep and dreamt of moonbeams taking him home. He knew how lucky he was to have such a safe and happy home back in Goop World. When morning came, Raffles slid outside and took a look around and then signaled to Why Musty the coast was clear. The two of them finished escalating the peak and started down the other side towards the clearing in the valley below where they would wait until midnight. They were making good time descending the mountain and why Musty was daydreaming of relaxing in the valley. It would all be downhill from here on out. They made it down to the valley clearing with plenty of time to spare. All we have to do now is wait until midnight and you can ride a moonbeam home, said Raffles as his face lit up. But right now, we have time. Let's go swimming. Raffles led Wybusty to a shady area of a nearby crystal blue lake. We're safe here. It's shaded and the sun is going down. There are no reflections for anyone to report. Let's swim. The two of them swam and splashed until they couldn't anymore. They climbed ashore and lay down beneath a shady pine. Why Musty quickly nodded off into dreamland once again, while Raffles wandered off to look for a snack. He had grown ravenous and was sure he could find a tasty frog or fish. He went down to the lake and hunted frogs. He had just spotted a perfect specimen and was standing up over the water, staring down at the tiny frog, ready to pounce when there in the reflection of the water, he saw Puma standing right behind him. Raffles froze. Normally he would dive into the water and disappear, but he knew if he did, he would be leaving Wymusty alone with Puma. Neither Puma nor Raffles moved, but their eyes met in the clear lake reflection. Puma was just inches away, and with one swipe of his paw, he could have Raffles in his mouth. Raffles wondered why Puma hadn't taken him yet. And then he knew Puma was waiting for why Musty to appear so he could have them both. No one flinched, and time stood still. Then, without warning, a tiny shot rang out, and small rocks slid down the mountain one after another. Puma instantly disappeared in the opposite direction. He didn't know what had happened, but he wouldn't stay to find out. Raffles stood still 
and smiled to himself. And then he turned around and looked in the direction of Wymusty, who was standing in the clearing holding his BB gun with a huge grin on his face. His target practice had finally come into use. He had shot at a faraway rock and started a mini avalanche that caused Puma to flee. You saved my life, said Raffles. Oh no, you saved mine, answered Wymusty. And then they both burst out laughing. <laughs> the two of them waited in the clearing with Wymusty on guard until midnight came and the moon hung in the sky like a golden globe. At exactly midnight, a luminescent beam reached from the moon down into the clearing. Wymusty looked at Raffles and smiled and walked over to the moonbeam, which picked him up and lifted him into the sky as he waved goodbye to Raffles. The moonbeam dropped Wymusty right into dreamland, and when he awoke, he was safe in his own bed in Goop World. Wymusty thought he must have had the most incredible dream ever, until he looked down to see his tiny shoes and cap covered with dirt from the Rockies, and he knew it wasn't a dream. He popped up from bed and set off to find Caroless and tell her all about the Rockies. But Caroless was nowhere to be found. She was deep, deep in an underwater city. But that is a tale for another time. So that's it for this episode of Goop Tales. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed writing it and putting it together. So thanks for listening. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, you can just go to gooptales.com forward slash reviews. And I have a link and directions. So now you can go to gooptales.com forward slash episode 43. That's a four three. And you can see the photos of why musty and of the gorgeous Canadian Rockies that go with this story. So that's it for this time. And I will look forward to joining you the next time with little Caroless, who goes deep, deep into a city under sea. And you're going to have to wait for this story to find out which city Caroless goes to. So until then, make every day a goop day. Oh, and if you want to get the coloring book, just go to gooptales.com and there's a drop down for the free coloring book. All right, that's it for this time and I will see you the next time. 